The last line of today's gospel is very instructive for us in that it reveals a weakness we have through concupiscence, that is, the effect that still remains after baptism from original sin, that tendency of our intellect, our mind, and our will, our heart, to move towards choosing that which is evil instead of that which is good. In the Gospel it says, Nevertheless, do not rejoice because the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice because your names are written in heaven. That temptation that our Lord reminds his disciples of is to not be so much worried about this world. To not spend so much time in agony, even about your authority over demons, but rather to revel in the wonder of having your name written in heaven, the great joy of every life. Because this life is very short. Cosmically speaking, we've been around for 14.2 billion years. The Earth's about 4.6 to 5 billion years old. And humanity in its modern form is about 200,000 years old. We might live to be 90. Gives some perspective about how passing things are. And yet, in a 24-hour news cycle world, everything is important, right? Everything on your Instagram feed, on your Facebook scroll, all of it has immediate impact and nothing is more urgent friends it's foolishness it's leading to hypertension at an increasing rate that's just a biological fact more people are depressed than ever before because of the lack of satisfaction that comes from immediate gratification and overwhelmingly socially we are more laid in the trenches of stupidity frankly, than we ever have been. We don't know how to talk to people because we're so busy yelling at people. But what are we yelling about? Mostly we're yelling about politics. Mostly we're yelling about things that will pass, whether it be in the next two years, four years, or 40 years. Our minds are so consumed by the world that we forget we're not here for this world. We're here for the world to come. The first reading is really about our heavenly home. Rejoice, Jerusalem. It's also an image of the church. That she's a mother who cares for us, who feeds us, who nourishes us. That we are nourished and fed by God through the gift of the church. And it may sound a little heavy-handed because I'm a priest, but part of us being Christians is that we talk about the things of God. Consumed by the world, what do we end up talking about? Things that we might enjoy. Sports, the weather, politics, if you enjoy that somehow. But we become so consumed by things of this world that we forget we do need to actually talk about the things of God. These are the highest things we're called to actually speak of and think on. Because these things last. These things matter. Even the quibbles of daily life in a family sometimes get blown way out of proportion, right? We spend so much time agonizing about a mistake a child made that we forget that that child was created by God and known since the foundation of the world. And we yell at them and spend so much time correcting them, forgetting 
but they also need to be nourished in love. Spouses do this to one another, holding grudges for months at a time, sometimes years. About what? What may have at the time been the most hard wound you experienced, but overwhelmingly, again, this is a passing thing. And being able to forgive is a sign of who we are as Christians, made in the image and likeness of God, our merciful Father, who forgives us for all of the things we do. So the gospel focuses today on the fact that the harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. And the gospel is a mirror of what happens with Moses and the people of Israel as he appoints 70 judges, 70 men to help him judge daily matters so that he could be free to do the things of God. It's not unlike the church today. The priest is not here to solve all your daily problems. In fact, overwhelmingly, the priest doesn't have enough time, right? Our job is to help encourage, instruct, and sanctify you, the disciples who go out into the world two by two, the 70, who will be more able to enter into the lives of other people because of your natural human relationships. But to not lose sight of the fact that every one of us, by our baptism, is called to help bring about the salvation of the world and to talk about the things of God and to live the way that God instructs us. So I want to encourage you and challenge you to think about how you can live that way, especially as we enter into more deeply into these last deep weeks of hot that will come our way and get ready for another school year. You may be thinking, oh, I don't have that much time before I have to get ready for school. Well, you have plenty of time. Last time I checked, there's still six weeks left for most people, and for college students, you have like two more months. But for all of us, to not lose sight of the fact that these are very short time spans, but all of us have the capability to change the world in real significant ways by living our lives as Christians. So it may be that you always talk to one friend or one group of people about one certain thing. Do those people even know that you believe God exists? Do they know that Jesus Christ is your personal Lord and Savior? Would they know that you actually have ever read the Bible? You don't have to hit people over the head with it, but we should be known as faithful Christians and not people who just show up on Sunday. So encouraging you to be those disciples and the beauty and the power of reading Scripture every day to help encourage you, to help you know the God who loves you, and to bring that love that he has for you out into the world. That's the nature of love. It generates. It reproduces. It brings new life. And we certainly need more priests. Absolutely. But we need more disciples to live their priestly calling, to change the world and transform it through their prayers and sacrifices, to live their kingly office, to govern their lives with virtue, and to live that prophetic office, to teach by your words and your example. And so we pray, knowing that the harvest is abundant, 
that the laborers may not be few, that we may go out into the world to transform it in the light of God's grace.